Good afternoon, everybody. This is the Fun Sun and Income Podcast for Tuesday, August 9th. I'm your host, Rich Sandera, coming at you from the Fun Sun and Income Garage. Not the patio today, even though it is a beautiful 75 degrees. Um, a little under the weather still. Um, holy crap, we went hard. We went hard for three straight days. Um, I'm married. Married. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy weekend. Um, yeah. This is the first episode of the podcast. Oh my God. Hang on. You probably can't even freaking hear me. Directional mic. Uh, probably. I'm probably going to have to re-record this all over. Hopefully you can hear me. Hopefully you could have heard me. But, uh. Yeah, we went hard Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and um, I got married in between all that, so that was fun. Um, absolutely, absolutely a breathtaking day on Saturday. Um, my wife, Chrissy, and I are completely just in awe of um, just feeling people's love and generosity. Um, we're still getting the texts and calls and comments about just how much fun everybody had and um I'm not crying I'm sniffling I promise you <laughs> I think I got all uh, all my tears out between uh, Friday Saturday and Sunday but yeah um went hard we went freaking hard and uh I'm start finally starting to feel better um I don't know if it was the nerves or just because we drink a lot, but uh, my stomach has just been on just some bullshit for like the last like 36 hours. Um, last night I could hardly sleep at all. Um, we went to bed at like 10:30 and uh, lost my train of thought. Went to bed at like 10:30 and I was all of a sudden I wake up. And I felt like I had, I, I had been in bed for about six hours, right? <sighs> Looked at my cell phone. It was 12.15. I'm like, are you serious? It's going to be one of those nights? Because now I'm wide awake. So I went outside. Had a smoke. And uh, stayed up for a bit. Did some readings. All that good stuff. And uh, went back to bed at around 1.45. Fell right back asleep. Wake up again. Thinking it was going to be like 6.30, 7 o'clock. Nope. 3.15. So, that's, that's how me and Chrissy slept last night. Um, yeah, so I don't know if it's just nerves or what. Pretty crazy stuff, but uh, I just want to thank everybody for coming. Um, we had an amazing groom's dinner down at uh, Cherokee uh, Caspers of Egan. Um, yeah, fun times. Um, Saturday, wow, when they say it goes by fast, um, literally, it, uh, it went by in a blink of an eye. Got to the venue, um, 
got to the venue about 10, about 9.30, 10 o'clock, I can't remember. All the girls were already there. <sighs> first reveal was at 11 o'clock, and if you bet on me to cry first, you won, because uh, I, I started crying even before I even saw her. But uh, she looked absolutely amazing, gorgeous, beautiful, fairy type, fairy tale type shit. Um, it was really, really nice. And we sat down, had a bite to eat with the families and the bride's par- bridal party. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, and then picture time started at like 1.15, 1.30 and it seemed to last forever. Uh, it was only like two hours, but it seemed to last like six. Can't wait to see them. They're going to turn out awesome. Um, so we were hoping for an outdoor wedding, outdoor ceremony, but, uh, we could, we could have done it, but, uh, there's just way too much, uh, volatility in the forecast, um. It was not raining during the ceremony, but it ended up raining later. We could have got it in, but um, it was just, like I said, way too volatile. So once we made that decision at noon that it was going to take place inside, um, yeah, it was all whew, crazy from there. And uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that uh, during our grand entrance, we faked the uh, we faked doing the dirty dancing lift. If y'all know, um, about three weeks after Chrissy and I started dating three years ago, uh, we had a dance party in my apartment downtown St. Paul. And long story short, we tried doing the lift, and she hit her head on my granite windowsill and uh, gave herself six stitches. So uh, that's how our relationship started out. And uh, we faked like we were going to do it during the grand entrance and everyone was screaming, no, go ahead and find the, find the real, find the TikTok at Rich Sandera on Instagram and TikTok. It's hilarious. Uh, I'm so glad that my friend Nikki captured that moment. Um, yeah, we had a great time during, uh, during the cocktail hour. Headed down to the Yankee Tavern, the uh, the old Valley Lounge. And uh, if y'all don't know, um, it's pretty crazy. I'd only been there a couple other times while it's been Yankee Tavern. Um, but we used to go down there all the time um, when, I, when I was younger. And uh, I didn't realize the significance of the Yankee Tavern as it pertains to... Chrissy and I's wedding day. See, we got married at our ceremony and reception was at Lost Spur Country Club, or golf course and event center, I guess the uh, official name is, but um, we had simply chose Yankee Tavern to go to because it was right down the road. It was far enough away from the venue that we could get away without anybody trailing us. And it was, you know, close enough to way to get to get back um, in time for the Grand March. And, um, we're a couple of us were on the patio having some cigarettes and, um, can you hear me? Hopefully you can hear me. But, um, all of a sudden I look up at the outside wall of the patio and they had the old marquee 
hanging on the wall from when it was the Valley Lounge. And it just hit me. Like a ton of bricks. See, my mom was a server at the Valley Lounge back in the mid to late 70s. And my dad worked for Northwest Airlines. And if you're familiar with the airline industry, especially around the Minnesota River Valley there, um, that's why they called it the Valley Lounge, it was close enough to the airport to where pretty much all airport employees would go to the Valley Lounge because they got their first drink for free. And that's where my dad hooked up with my mom. (laughs) So it was a pretty crazy um, cyclical, you know, serendipitous moment there. And if you've known me for any length of time, Boss Spur was the same place that we had my mom's celebration of life. So um, there's just a lot of idiosyncrasies um, that just happened to come together all all on, uh, all on that day. So um, wish they were there. Wish my mom and dad were there, but uh, they were there with us in spirit. We had a beautiful ceremony. Um, Chrissy's sister Buffy did a reading. Uh, my sister Deb did a reading. Um, Chrissy's niece Zoe was the flower girl, and my nephew's son Liam uh, was the ring bearer. Um, I can't say enough about my best man, my best man Scott Tolentino. Um, just just went above and beyond for me, and I, I will be forever grateful for him. Just just took care of me like a king. My new brother-in-law Mike Quinn. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers got a hug. He'll be the only one that I'll, I'll let say that to me. <laughs> My cousin Vern Groomsman and uh, and Andrew Lonigan Usher. You guys were great. Um, April Ferguson, Brianna Connett, and Nikki Brooks were um, Chrissy's bridesmaids. They were awesome, and we just had a fun time. Um, Again, like we have gotten so many texts and so many calls and messages saying that like this was like the wedding of the century. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn and say that, you know, it was, but uh, it was a good time. And uh, if we could have afforded to invite the entire world, we would have because um, there wasn't one person out there that uh, I wanted to miss that night. Um, You guys need to start buying merchandise from the podcast so I can, uh, <laughs> so when we renew our vows, we can throw another party of the century. How's that sound? Now I want to just talk about a little bit, um, about, um, other than how beautiful my bride was that day. Um, one thing that really, really got me emotional Um, And I know we wrote out a lot of checks, (laughs) and so I shouldn't be as emotional. Um, But just, I mean, several times throughout the day, um, 
I had to just stop and take a deep breath because it was just so humbling and amazing for me to see the amount of people working behind the scenes. Um, and I will definitely be going on to Google, the not um, any website out there and just be giving the most extraordinary 18 star reviews for these companies because um, they all did an amazing job. Um, first and foremost, I am going to start with the venue itself. Um, and, you know, I know in, in, in episodes previous, you know, I'm plugging different companies and stuff, and this is going to be the most genuine plug that I've ever done. And this is my, I believe my 10th episode, um, the Lost Spur Golf Course and Event Center, um, I mean, there's a reason why we why we chose this venue because they took so good care of me and my family last April when we did my mom's celebration of life. And obviously, when comparing venue costs with other you know possible venues around the Twin Cities, it just made economical sense. And um, we got our entire wedding done. I mean, obviously there are other outside vendors and stuff, you know, flowers and cake and all that stuff too, but. We got our entire wedding done um, for less than the cost that it even takes to get in the door of some other venues. And so um, people have told us that, wow, what did that wedding cost? Like 30 grand, 40 grand? No, we, seriously, I'm, I'm going to um, encourage my wife to become a wedding planner <laughs> because with her and her mom, um, they did it right. They did it right. And so I want, first and foremost, I want to start with Lost Spur. Um, Jerry is the event coordinator there. She does an amazing job. She was very clear with how the day with how the day was going to go and where this was going to be set up and how this is going to happen. Um, we never really had any questions, um, other than, um, forgetting what she had said and we had had to re-ask the question. Um, so she was very patient with us, very kind, um, just, uh, just a joy to be around and, uh, and Mike Lynch, the head chef at, uh, at Lost Spur, um, oh my God, just knocked it out of the park with the food. We, out of every, out of anything that we could have got compliments on besides how nice the entire night was and how much fun people had, everyone were commenting on the food, um, just ridiculous, ridiculous food. Um, we, we went with like a, I think it was like a chicken bruschetta or California chicken, something. I can't remember exactly what it was called. Um, but it was just more, so moist and tender. The London broil was out of this world. Um, steamed veggies. We had a pasta dish. Um, just, just so delicious. Um, so yeah, Lost Spur, if you guys are, ever need a venue for like a graduation party, a wedding, um, a retirement party, anything, um, hit up Jerry at the Lost Spur, uh, golf course. Um, it was just so nice to be able to do everything there without the hustle and bustle of having to go between one spot and another. So, uh, hats off to Jerry and Mike Lynch down there. Um, next up would be Sweet Pea Floral and Woodbury. Uh, I believe the uh, lady's name was Lindsay. Um, I only met her in passing and um, just her saying how, how 
beautiful it was. And, but I mean, she was a big part. She knocked it out of the park with the flowers. Um, so sweet pea floral and Woodbury, they're on the corner of uh, Tamarack Road and Radio Drive in Woodbury. Um, so if you want to stop by there, uh, I believe it was very, very economical for us to do flowers, bouquets, um, the truss, all kinds of stuff. Um, and the next one, uh, Party Music. Party Music, um, they've been in business for over 40 years here in the Twin Cities area. They've been featured on like the Party Zone, KDWB, um, Blake and Paul. Um, if you're going to do if you're going to have them do your wedding and um, they also offer ceremony packages so um, they can do the music for the ceremony as well as the reception and if you're going to do the reception don't skimp do not skimp um, because i didn't realize that this i've dj'd parties before um, and once it was explained to me what what this package was it made sense and so we went with i think it was like the pro package or something like that but where you actually get not only the DJ, but you get the MC as well. And so for, you know, a lot of times, you know, DJs are just focusing on the music and lining tracks up right. And um, so Blake was behind the, the ones and twos. And, um, and Paul was actually guiding the day between the photos, um, the um, pictures. I already said photos, pictures, same freaking thing. God damn it, Reg, get your... I have, I have brain drain, seriously, brain drain. Um, just a little contrast here. Like people have told me, including my wife, that they've thought that I've been on cocaine for the last three months. Nope, just excited to get the wedding. <laughs> now, that the, now that the wedding's over, it's like, all right, now what do we do? You know, because we've had something to do for like the last three, four, eight months. And now it's like, all right, now what? You know, we just got done watching five episodes of Friends because we just like, well, now what? Now what do we do? Anyway, um, just Paul. Paul did an amazing job just keeping us on track. Um, they're the preferred DJ at Lost Spur. Um, and so her, uh, so Jerry and, and Party Music just work well together. They've done millions of weddings together. Um, and they were just super fun, super fun. Um Blake, Paul, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry on behalf of uh, my wedding, my wedding group, um, the guests of my wedding. I, I apologize if they kept setting their drinks on your table. Uh, hopefully nothing was ruined. Um, I apologize for that. I apologize myself for bringing my drink on the dance floor 80 million times and slipping on the dance floor and almost tearing my ACL again. Um, so that was fun. Um yeah, um, I apologize for Andy Lonergan taking his rocks glass and rolling it down the dance floor like it's a bowling ball. So uh, yeah, that was another fun story to hear. Um, hopefully no glass was broke. Uh, but again, Blake and um, Blake and Paul, thank you so much for an amazing job. Uh, I mean, it really did feel like Club Cancun in there on Saturday night. Uh, I got so many compliments on the music. Um and I don't have your number offhand, so but yeah, if you if you're listening to this, look up party music and have them uh, have them give you a quote for for your next big event. Uh, finally, we got uh, Tammy, and I apologize if oh my god, I apologize if I'm saying your name wrong. Tammy Oler, 
from LM Photography. I believe she has a Facebook uh, page, Instagram page, web page. Um, I can't wait to see those pictures because even though the pictures felt like they were taking like 18 hours, um, you were on track. You knew you had a, you, between you and your sister, you had a good eye for detail. Um, you allowed us to have fun, um, which I know my wedding party appreciated because um, we were we were hot out there. It was muggy. It had just got down raining, and we we're in those suits. So um, I appreciate you for making it fun for us. I know you're going to make it beautiful for us. Um, yeah. So if I don't think we have any other vendors, I mean, we have the cake and all whatever. That's no big deal. But um, if if you are interested in using any of the vendors for any of your next big events, retirement party, birthday parties, you know, whatever you need for flowers, venue, um, photography, or DJ, um, hit me up at richsandera at funsunandincome.com and I will connect you. Um, and I've already received word from two of the vendors, namely Party Music, that if anyone chooses, if they get any business from the from this podcast, you will get preferential pricing because you mentioned me. So for Rich Sandera at funsunandincome.com, hit me up. I'll get you in contact or you can just look them up directly. Um, but hit me up first so I can put you in the right spot. So what's next? What's next? I got, let's see, I got four shifts of work left over the next eight days. Make a little bit more Skrilla behind the bar. And then we're off to Playa del Carmen. Playa del Carmen. We're going to be down there for five days, four nights. It's a secret escape. The Club Fit Challenge secret escape. We're staying at the Fives Beach Resort, which I hear is just amazing. Personal butler attending to your every need. I think, I think the normal price of this resort is like $450 a night. Which, if you know, you do the math, that's like eighteen hundred dollars for four nights, and uh, that's just without any inclusions. We got round trip airport transfers included. We got um, what else? VIP party, uh, pool party, I believe. Uh, we have a welcome reception. We have a farewell dinner, and Chrissy's excited about this. We get to go swimming with dolphins. I've never done it before. I'm not super excited about it, but I mean, hey, it's another thing I can check off my bucket list that I swam with. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. That was my best Ace Ventura impression. But um, yeah, so we're going to be in Playa del Carmen. Soaking up the sun for five days and four nights, and then uh, on the way back home, we're going to swing in through Vegas uh, for three nights. And so, which you know what, I wasn't going to talk about this, but um, Chrissy and I we were just hanging out last night before we went to bed, and you know, through uh, through some friends who are through our hackers, we watched the uh, the new Elvis movie. Oh my God! What what a production that was, and how intricate they put his life together and tied everything together. I mean, there was so many different like 
just parallels going on through all that whole two hours and 40 minutes. It was nuts. Like I, Chrissy liked it, but she knows that, you know, I'm more of a, I'm more of a Motown and soul and gospel music. Like I love like that's that soul music. And so it made sense to me, you know, um, how deeply connected, um, to the black community was, you know, I didn't, I didn't grow up in the ghetto or anything. I, I didn't grow up in a shanty town, but, um, you know, I grew up on the West side of St. Paul. I grew up amongst uh, all kinds of, uh, you know, uh, surrounded by minorities. I, I, most of my friends were minorities and, um, you know, I got to learn a, di- a lot of different cultures and hear a lot of different sounds. Um, and on top of that, all my life, I've been called a dreamer. And, um, it was just, uh, just a really good movie. And on top of that, if you really want to know something, when I hurt my knee, when someone kicked my knee out back in 2010, I wasn't hooked on pain, pain kills, pain killers, pain pills. Um, I just took them because the doctor said I should. Took them for two months. That's all. Not two months. Uh, I, I took them for two months, not 10 years or anything like that. Two months. Two damn months I took them. Didn't abuse them. Yeah, I made it. I might have went out for some beers a couple times during those two months, but I wasn't popping them left and right. In fact, my ex fucking fiance was stealing them from me. But after after those two months, when I stopped taking them, you know, simply because I was out of them, I didn't need them anymore. You know, mentally, I, I wasn't like craving them. I wasn't. You know, I, um, I went into a pretty damn deep depression and withdrawal because of the pain, the painkillers. And so I'm not saying I'm Elvis fucking Presley by any means, but there was a lot in that movie that I resonated with. And, um, all I'm saying is go, go see it. Freaking five stars, six stars. It was, it was an amazing, amazing movie. And the way they tied in, um, you know, the death of, um, the assassination of Martin Luther King, the assassination of Robert Kennedy. Um, it's so crazy how tumultuous that time was. And I, I wasn't there, but after seeing the temptations musical last month and they were affected the same way, obviously they're getting shot at when they're going in the white communities, you know, Elvis is being shunned because he's, emulating black culture, you know, and which, you know what? And I'm going on another tangent. How do I say this? Why is it that white people can't appreciate and you know, perform 
music or acts or anything like that from other people's cultures without being it without having it called what what's the word uh, appropriation I didn't want oh god I didn't want to go down this rabbit hole I mean I get it no one's trying to appropriate white people and if you think what I'm about to say is racist then you might as well go and watch or listen to the Juneteenth episode because you'll see right there that I'm not but I have the same appreciation for R&B for soul music for gospel music like there's times where you know before <laughs> when I was single you know everyone has those dance parties at home right Everyone has those dance parties at home where they got the music up high. You know, guess what music I was listening to? I was listening to Temptations. I was listening to Michael Jackson. I was listening to Aretha Franklin. I was listening to, you know, the Four Tops. I was listening to the original Hound Dog, not Elvis Presley's version, the original. I know the history. And when that pastor in the scene, when his friends were trying to get Elvis out of the church because they weren't supposed to be there, the pastor said, stop it. He's with the spirit. I felt that. There's something about music that brings people together. And uh, when he performed that song, If I Could Dream, hmm. We've all heard it over the last, I don't know, probably the last 40 years, but especially in the last 10 years, so much cancel culture happening. And Elvis getting raked through the coals, not only for having a drug problem, not only for becoming overweight, but for allegedly appropriating black culture and who knows who knows maybe this maybe this movie isn't a hundred percent accurate i know it's being told from one perspective a couple different perspectives whatever but i bet you if you can go back in time and talk to bb king if you could see in this movie how happy how happy because Elvis grew up among black people that he made it out and he wanted to represent and be a voice instead of instead of black musician instead of a black musician you know individual or a group trying to break the color barrier and come in and be accepted by white people he wasn't trying to make money off black people he was trying to Blake break the color barrier and bring bring everybody together so miss me with that whole cancel culture appropriation appropriating black culture shit in such a tumultuous time as the late 60s 
early 70s. Um, he was the voice. And he brought a lot of people together. And there was a lot of African-American folks that were glad and happy and proud that Elvis was singing their music. That's all I'm going to say about that movie. Other than go see it. Seriously, go see it. And I'm going to wrap it up. It's a short episode today. And I apologize for that. We're, we're going probably about a little, little under 30 minutes here. Um, little Maybe 40. But um, yeah, thanks again for everyone um, that came out on Friday for the groom's dinner. Saturday um, for the wedding, the ceremony. Thank you so much for all the texts, calls, um, messages. Thanks for the cards and your generosity. Thanks for the gifts. Thanks for your blessings. Chrissy and I really do truly feel like we're meant for each other, like we're going to spend the rest of our lives together. And... Um, if we ever do decide to renew our vows somewhere down the road, I just hope none of you whip your dicks out at bogeys in Mendota Heights. <laughs> <laughs> With that, guys, have a great week. We will probably see you either Thursday or Friday. Um, that would be the, uh, let's see, the 11th or 12th. But, um, I'll probably have more details on, on the next episode about our next um, items up for bids through Universal Sports Auctions. Um, the Kaprizov jersey did not sell, which uh, um, I was kind of amazed by. Um, but uh, the Cousin Eddie photo sold. So I'm happy to um, uh, be looking forward to donating some money to the Alzheimer's Foundation as well as the Jimmy V Center for Cancer Research. So thank you for your generosity on that. Um, the feedback that I'm hearing is that um, apparently items like those are very, very popular amongst uh, auctions. And so you, you, you've probably seen those items before. But in any event, I'll talk to my guy, Steve, and we'll try to get some stuff that you haven't seen before that, um, that could generate a little more interest. As well as, now that my wedding is over, um, the next episode uh, or the next auction will not be blind. I'll have a little bit more time to manually see um, the bids come in to where I could do it as live as possible and update you guys on what the current bids are for each item. So um, be on the lookout for that. Um, but in any event, um, guys, have a great week. Um, thanks again for all the blessings and well wishes and uh, the toasts and the cheers, and I will see you later in the week. Take care.